You can save every day by shopping at Whole Foods Market. Seriously, don't just go for the big sales. Walk the store and see the savings for yourself. In the seafood department, look for the yellow low price sign on Whole Foods Market Responsibly Farm Salmon. This fish is perfect for the grill. Buttery, fatty, yet lean, nice thick fillets. I'm getting hungry just thinking about it, and I know I can get it at a great price. There's so many ways to save at Whole Foods Market. Now you know. A lot can happen between falling in love with a house online and owning it. Between imagining living there and breathing in your new home for the first time. Having an advocate who can help you navigate the complex world of financing, inspections, negotiating, analyzing the market, and talking through any anxieties that may pop up, that can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a Realtor can do for you. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors and bound by a code of ethics. Because that's who we are. Grammar Girl here. Kathleen on Twitter asked, When is it appropriate to point out misspellings by people you don't know? Is it ever appropriate? I never know how to answer this kind of question because I don't correct people, but it's a very common question, so I turned to Jeff Deck and Benjamin Herson for an answer, because they wrote a whole book about traveling around the country correcting errors on signs. And they wrote, We're surrounded by spelling and grammar mistakes. It's only natural to want to point typos out to those who've made them. It's the same impulse that leads us to say, Hey, you've got a little something in your teeth when we spot an unwitting friend with half a vegetable hanging out of his mouth. In some situations, pointing out an error is worthwhile, even altruistic. But in other situations, you're simply going to tick someone off. How do you recognize the right time to speak up? Also, be honest about your motivation. Are you trying to help someone improve her communication? Or are you just being snarky? If the latter do not pass go, thank you for playing. But if you are trying to be helpful, here's some advice. First, recognize the big difference between private and public communication. If someone's written you an email or sent you a text, her message will not be seen by the world at large. That communication is private and often fleeting. Unless, of course, news of the world gets a hold of it. Pointing out mistakes in private correspondence can come across as peevish and pointless. You really don't want to say, thanks for this love letter, but you spelled Dewey with an extra E. Public communication, on the other hand, is more permanent and will be seen by more people than just you and the error maker. Here, you can spare someone from potential embarrassment caused by erroneous spelling or grammar. Thus, when we decided to hunt down some typos across the country, we chose to focus on public signage rather than breaking into homes to fix the spelling on Grandma's stitching sampler. There's also a significant difference between errors in spoken language and errors in written language. Speech is unrehearsed and ephemeral, unless the speaker is a politician or other public figure. Are you annoyed when your aunt pronounces nuclear, nuclear? Let it go. You don't like the way your local news anchor talks? Please refrain from writing him a letter to tell him so. Yes, more people do this than you would imagine, and that's why he's wearing that forced smile. Written errors, however, tend to linger, and so our efforts would be better spent on them. Once you've confirmed that yes, pointing out an error would be beneficial for the misspeller and future viewers of the text, be courteous and differential in your approach. Something like, hi, I'm sorry to bother you, but I just happened to notice a minor mistake in the sign out front. Don't be confrontational and sarcastic. 
As Yogi Berra once said, you'll fix more typos with honey than with vinegar. Or was that Bill Strunk? Regardless, a word of caution. No matter how gentle your approach, many people will initially react by becoming defensive. To some extent, we are the words that we use. Our writing is an outgrowth of ourselves, an offering to the world. So don't be surprised when your observations of written errors are taken as personal slights. Defensiveness isn't a productive reaction, of course. Business owners in particular should be more concerned about the image that their business is projecting. But we humans are charmingly irrational. Emphasize that this is just about the typo. Separate the writing from the person. It's one rare instance where the passive voice comes in handy. You could say, I noticed that there's a typo in your sign, instead of, I noticed that you made a typo in your sign. Don't come across as judgmental. You may find it helpful to mention that everybody makes mistakes, including you, and if you have the appropriate corrective tools handy, offer to help make the correction. What school do you teach at? Why should I fix it? Because you say so? Does it really matter? Those are just a few of the tense reactions we encountered while on our typo hunt across America. The game isn't lost at this point, but it's close. Diffuse the tension in the situation with humor and maybe a reassurance that you didn't mean to offend. You're merely trying to help. With luck, you can help the misspeller relax and see the benefits of correcting his mistake. Thanks, I'll fix it later, is another all-too-common dismissal. And if you're pointing out an error in a store, so is... Are you actually here to buy anything, man? One of the most stubborn refusals we heard was, I'd rather have a sign spelled incorrectly than a tacky-looking sign. And that was in an educational toy store. If the misspeller has offered you a dismissal, alas, it's time to back down, thank her for her time, and depart. We can't fix every typo in the world. Believe me, we tried that. But if you can make a small difference in public text once in a while, you've made an improvement in our shared surroundings, and that's something to be proud of. If you can help the misspeller to understand the error or to be more careful with his writing in the future, that's even better. But be respectful and recognize that correcting errors is at best an endeavor with a 50% success rate. This podcast was written by Jeff Deck and Benjamin D. Herson, the authors of The Great Typo Hunt, Two Friends Changing the World, One Correction at a Time. You can find out more about their book at greattypohunt.com. And I'm Mignon Fogarty. You can find a complete transcript of this podcast and more than 300 other Grammar Girl articles at quickanddirtytips.com. That's all. Thanks for listening. Is this house a good price compared to others in the area? Are prices going up or down? If I don't make an offer right this very moment, will I miss my chance? These are just some of the questions a home buyer might ask. And these are the sorts of questions an agent who is a Realtor can help answer. Because Realtors have the expertise, data, and access to specialty training to help you navigate the process of buying a home. They provide support, guidance, and have your back every step of the way. That's what Realtors do, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Imagine earning a degree that prepares you with real skills for the real world. Capella University's programs teach skills relevant to your career, so you can apply what you learn right away. Learn how Capella can make a difference in your life at capella.edu.